This is a yelling podcast. From poking at you to plans and everything in between, this is Magnified Pod, the only podcast that discusses culture, religion, politics, and the entire discography of everyone's favorite left coast punks, MX, PX. Nailed it. I, <laughs> There's no problems. I definitely didn't say discography. Oh, whatever. I didn't. Discography. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Hello. I'm Andrew. I'm John. And this is our show. Yep. <laughs> it's it's about MXPX. Sometimes. But, but before we get to that, we're going to burn everything to the ground. <laughs> yeah. Tough week out there for humanity. Oh, I don't I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't really see anything <laughs> no? out there. No. Okay. So you're just listening to the MXPX album and pretty much not reading the news. Never never do. Yep. Um but before we get into anything spicy, mm-hmm. um this weekend John is Punktoberfest. Yeah, it is. And you, me, and a bunch of other punk-loving alcoholics are <laughs> going to go and drink mm-hmm. some Oktoberfest lagers and some probably others yep. out of boots and yep. listen to some music. Performed by? Mike Carrera, amongst yeah. others. Mad Caddies, Flatfoot 56. Sure. I don't know if anybody else is going to be playing. They did just release the itinerary today after avoiding t- my direct questions for um, for the past couple weeks. Called out 350. Yep, called out. I don't think out. we're getting any poking at your beer now. No, <laughs> getting zero. So it starts at noon. I mean, I don't think I need to tell everybody by the time this <laughs> airs. No, that's going to be over. over. <laughs> It'll be over. So, um, but but we'll be there. But we'll be there, as we have said. But Mike will be performing, as uh, three fifty says on their Instagram, a rare mm. acoustic performance. Maybe we'll read him some of our fanfic. Definitely going to be um, reading some of our fanfic. Yeah, and I'll ask him to prepare some of his own. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm going to be reaching out to Mike ahead of this, and hopefully he will read some of it on stage. Hey, dude, can't wait to see you. Quick question. <laughs> <laughs> really excited. <laughs> what would happen if in an alternate timeline? Uh, yeah, so we are pumped about that. We're going to uh, do a little bit remote podcasting while we're there yeah and enjoying ourselves so it'll be it'll be a good time mm-hmm. and also um it's amazing that we're actually even getting to this episode because <laughs> we've been we've been putting it off for several several at least three weeks yeah after we thought we were going to be doing it um some important things happened that is true. In that is meantime. true. And, you know, we um, had our wives on mm-hmm. the previous episode, and people seemed to be into, into it. it. They they were got some good feedback, 
Uh, not from my wife. No? <laughs> expressed displeasure at how uh, snarky she came off. <laughs> and um, I thought she was a delight. Yes, delightfully dismissive. <laughs> um, but she also was mad that she forgot to say that she um, got her driver's license signed by Slick Shoes when she was in high school. <laughs> and uh, there were other anecdotes she forgot about. So anyway, we'll, we'll have the wives back again to share more great stories. Yeah, that was that was a tasty anecdote that we were robbed of. Yeah. on that episode. But and yeah, so we will have to we'll probably have to have a a, a wife pod 2.0. I think so. Um so John, should we speaking of feedback, should we jump into some voicemails? Let's do it. Because last week I asked the first first time doing a question of the week. Right. And I said, hey, if MXPX was touring, came through your town, who would you like to see them play in a show with? And we got a handful of responses. Let me pull these up. Oh. Did they call a number? They did. That? They called our voicemail line. Oh. John, do you do you happen to have that number? I've got it right here. Well, it's 872-762-4763 or 8727-MAGPOD. <coughs> I delivered it so well you were yes, I'm, taken I'm aback. That and I'm choking on a beer. Yep. We're, pre, we're pre-gaming for the Punktoberfest with Revolution Oktoberfest beer. That's right. You know, it's, it's weird because I don't normally drink lagers. I I think I've said on the pod before that I'm kind of a hophead. Yeah. And loggers tend to be, you know, leave me a bit wanting yeah. in the flavor department. But the the Oktoberfest beers that I've had lately, you know, I'm I enjoy. Yeah. So they're a little, getting a little sweeter. A little sweeter yeah. and a little maltier. Mm-hmm. Getting getting into the fall spirit. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, let's get to our first. Um, we'll go. We got one from our um, from our boy, Danny Stairs. Yes. What's up, my dude? It's your boy Daniel Stairs, calling in on the weekly question. You know, if MXPX comes to a Cleveland, for sure, I want to see him with fucking Tiger Jack. You know, boys. <laughs> Done so, and done. Done and done. So we gotta get we gotta get Tiger Jack back together. Well, and if we do see Mike this weekend, we like play him Tiger Jack songs. <laughs> yes, bring him a, bring him a couple cuts of some Tiger Jack tunes. Mm-hmm. Be like, bro, love your band, love the new album. Could you maybe take a listen <laughs> to this? To this, would Rock City be interested in signing this circa nineteen ninety nine? Band. If you, do you have a time machine? <laughs> if so, go back <laughs> Minneapolis, St. Paul, late nineties. Yep, that's what any wise person would do with the time machine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to go back and listen to your high school band. Obvi, obvi. All right, um, we got another one. <laughs> Thanks, Daniel. <laughs> uh, Nick Polk. What is up, Andrew? And John, 
it's uh, Nikki P once again. Uh, Colin with a controversy free <laughs> voicemail, hopefully. Um, but I just wanted to call and give my two cents into who MXPX should tour with. Um, also, I really enjoyed the the wives on the previous podcast for the Anchor Valley one. I uh-huh. love that episode. Um, but I think that MXPX, it would be really cool if Newfound Glory toured with them. Um, mm-hmm. Newfound Glory totally has like a cult following, kind of similar to MXPX. And I think that there's a lot of overlap with people who listen to MXPX, listening to Newfound Glory, classic songs, you know, kind of the same era. Um, and I think we're drawing a lot of people. I think also Simple Plan would also be pretty good. Maybe all three of them. Probably not all three. Because I know that, like, Simple Plan, I know that Pierre and them are super big uh, MXPX fans. And Mike and Pierre have done a lot of stuff with MXPX and Simple Plan, like, featured each other and stuff. So I think that would be pretty sweet. So, anyway, that's kind of my two cents. Hope you guys are enjoying the weekend, um, and I will hopefully talk to you guys on another voicemail. Uh, magnified Pod for life. Yes. <laughs> yes. Please continue to yes. he, obey our request. He, he, followed, he followed the instructions <laughs> to the T. Nice. Yep. Um, um, I failed to hear that in Daniel's voicemail. Yeah, what the hell? So we'll let that slide. That's one, Starrett. You get one. Um, I will not be as merciful next time. Here's my question about who NFG. Wants, yeah, well, just any band playing with them. I'm assuming that MXPX is headlining this imagined scenario in which sure. we control who the bands are. Yes. In which case, I don't know, does MXPX headline if Newfound Glory is playing? 100%. Do they? Yeah, okay. they gots to. Okay. I mean, for me, yes. The answer is yes. But I don't know. Newfound Glory might be bigger? I don't know. I was never on the NFT I mean, train, I, as I've said. You, oh, no? Really? You didn't get into the... I missed it. I think I saw them, Maybe. We talked about this at some point. Yeah, I, I was yeah. I was very I actually I was in Minneapolis last week, which was actually one of the reasons we didn't end right. up doing Ep last week. Yeah. I hope everybody has dried their tears by now. It's tough. Um it's a rough life. So I was I did listen to some uh sticks and stones while I was driving up. Uh, I listened to a lot of pop punk actually. Nice. Uh I was driving, you know, driving straight and needed to keep the energy up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I I was thinking, I was thinking, so he mentioned Simple Plan. So why not just, why not just do the, uh, the way, we, the way do, we do, tour. the way we do tour. I had the same thought. So <laughs> get, get face to face, get Simple Plan, simple plan and MXPX, then Bad Religion. And then Bad Religion headlines that one. I'm okay with that. I think I don't, I don't think know. there's a universe in which Bad Religion opens for MXPX. Uh, maybe for this very special tour, they're willing to take it. I mean, if it's the way we do tour, that's <laughs> yeah. that would be kind of weird. That's fair to have. I mean, give, I'd, have I MXPX it. open on their own tour. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Come on, guys, we'll open at four p.m. Yes, no one is there. I would very much like that tour. I never got down with Simple Plan. No, I don't know them either, really. 
But yeah, I, I'm still good with the other three. I'm good. Well, I'm I'm good with uh, Newfound Glory. I think that would be, um, you know, it would be solid. It'd be a solid show, complete pedophile free show. Forgot uh, about that. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, I don't think they um, have replaced. I think they they never ended up replacing him. I think they just went sans a member hmm. so um i think that I've, I've seen some critiques that maybe some of their albums have suffered a little bit from not having the kind of that extra mm-hmm. guitar or whatever are they Anywho. still are they still around <laughs> they are yeah our newfound glory is still around yeah wow good for all of them yeah they're because they're, they're still well, doing the thing if you're imagining like is it a universe where we can consider bands that have broken up, like Goaty Hook and Ninety Pound Wuss, as I've said? We had on the know, on the Insta people, people did suggest that they did. People um, suggested so. The, um, yeah, and I had so we yeah. Well, let's go to what before we get into the remainder of the voicemails. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had some less than Jake, which would be pretty sweet. Yeah, some I, some Goaty Hook. I would love to see. Goaty Hook again. Dumb. I I had mentioned on Insta that I had seen them twice. Right. Um, um, the, we, you know, speaking of um, somebody who is maybe going a little aiming, they're aiming a high. high. They're they're shooting for the stars. Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy World. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't see that happening. I could see MXPX opening for them on a tour, perhaps. I I don't even see them in the same universe of of. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Weezer, that's that huh. would be. It would be interesting. That would be interesting. Um, this per, the shout above the noises. Uh, the 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 person who's suggesting this, face to face, day to remember, Motion City soundtrack. Bayside, Midtown, Starting Line, Newfound Glory. Some of these bands are still together. Right. It's hard <laughs> for me to tell which ones. Yeah. I did see that the Huntingtons are reuniting. Work, working on a new record. That's an obvious tour That's partner. Obviously. Right that would be that would be sick. I would love I would love to see a Huntington's MXPX slick shoes show. Ooh, that, yeah. That would be I feel like that's that's plausible. I mean, it's more plausible than a Jimmy World MXPX yeah, show. All right, let's uh, go to our boy Alex Retro. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is Alex Retro, and I want to see Nerf Herder come and play with MXPX in my city, Tampa Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Nerf Herder had a couple, like, hits, didn't they? They also did the theme song for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then they have a song, speaking of Weezer, I think they have a song about opening for Weezer. I honestly don't know much about Nerve Herder. Yeah. Um, I remember like their posters and album covers and stuff, but I don't know if I ever really got into them too much. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm in it for the Star Wars reference. Sure. In the band name. Nerve Herder. It's a scruffy looking Nerve Herder. That's a... That is a solid, solid reference, but I can't. Are you doing some quick Googling over there? Well, little Googling. I think I, 
I think I mixed them up with who was the band that had that like yeah, I'm just a teenage dirt. Weedus. Weedus, right? Yes. <laughs> I feel like Weedus and Nerf Herder for some reason in my head. They uh, got mixed up. Yeah. Sorry even. if that's offensive, Alex. <laughs> um, that sounds good, though. The he, he stopped listening dirt. a long time ago. Yeah, sorry. We're, bro. Yeah, sorry, bro. Um, I'm into it, though. I'll listen to some Nerf Herder. And not really knowing Alex Retro at all in real life, this... this reference makes, makes total yeah, sense to I me i can see that it's it it seems like a totally kind of a a ironic kind of band that's into kind of nerdy comic book stuff right. and and video games i feel like if this is like nerf herder is like the band version of alex retro <laughs> Well, I think Alex Retro is the band version of Alex Retro, right? That that's actually true. <laughs> Alex Retro has his own. He has uh, two bands, yeah, I think. Multiple bands. Multiple bands. Check him out. We open for Weezer is the name of the we, song. That's yeah. So I <laughs> so was the song about opening for Weezer is about we open for Weezer. <laughs> yes, yeah, correct. Okay. All right. Okay, so we have some we have a series of three voicemails from an unknown caller mm. so i'll just play them mike <laughs> it was it was aaron sprinkle oh, yeah i knew it mxpx should tour with the descendants i mean i support that yes followed by <laughs> <laughs> okay and then no, but really, guys, it'd be awesome if uh, MXPX could uh, play with Face to Face or Teenage Bottle Rocket. That would be pretty sweet. All right, later. Bye. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Do you know who this is? I don't know who oh. this is. Well, there were three voicemails, only one of which was a laugh. <laughs> and a diabolical laugh. <laughs> it was very diabolical. But I... I would 1,000% co-sign on a Teenage Bottle Rocket um, show with MXPX. No, I, I feel like I vaguely know them. Oh, they're Have we so talked good. about them before? I, I don't know if we've, talked, if we've talked about them on the show, but I am a huge bottlehead. Um, okay. Future additional spinoff pod. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get... Caught up. Yeah, teenage pottle rocket. There you go. <laughs> so we have we're we're losing um we're losing track of all the side pods that we have There's to too do. Many. Um but we will and this I promise you, we will do an episode of Def Lepod. Oh, it'll happen. It has to happen. We just need to decide which album we're doing. Oh, I think we got to do Adrenalize. Okay. That was the record that, that, that I bought. That was the record that your first CD. <laughs> yes, my first. On, on the way to see Sister Act 2. <laughs> uh, no, Sister Act 1. Sister Act 1. I apologize. We'll uh, be. And the, earning the praise of my fellow mulleted teen <laughs> in the movie theater. Um, Descendants, that would be cool. I would love that. Uh, I feel like Stefan Edgerton could make that happen. Yeah. Come on, Stefan. Yeah, I think so. I think they have a you know they have a history why not yeah and you know get and while stefan's at it you know he they can bring bad religion too yeah why not because he plays for, plays for both of them right i mean okay so clearly mxpx <laughs> is opening in this hypothetical tour but an mxpx descendants bad religion tour would be insaneous yes that would be off the chain 
Word. All right. All right. Thanks for the voicemails, yeah. friends. Keep so, them coming. Yes, please do. Um, next. <laughs> next. Um, let's do our magnified pod patented left turn into <laughs> news. Because <laughs> this will be fun. Yep. And just a heads up to uh, our listeners that um, in the coming conversation between me and John, we're going to talk about sexual assault and rape and other things that might not want to be heard or might be triggering or upsetting for some people. So what I'm going to do is leave a timestamp in the notes section for this episode so you can just jump ahead if you want to skip over this section um god damn it this <laughs> that's that's pretty much how i felt yeah about everything for the past two years i would even say longer yeah you know since that's true the, I mean the Since the he election rode down that escalator. Oh God, we all descended the, into hell with him. That was the worst. <laughs> that was the worst turn. My God, I can't. It just so I was talking to my wife Dana today um, about how we have the midterms coming up, and we're not even two years into. <sighs> this presidency yeah and i'm fucking exhausted yeah and every week yeah. you know like something that i remember people talking about was before you know after the night of the election and especially as he was the, since the inaugurations like we just can't normalize this but i do feel like we are just, it's just hardcore normalized now yeah. that nothing, nothing shakes anybody anymore. Right. Yeah. We, we are, are just like, well, this is the way our president yeah. talks. Right. Think and, of the worst thing a president could say. He's going to say it twice this week and no yeah. one will raise And no eyebrow. one, you know, will barely care. Um, you know, I, especially... Um, was that, I think it was yesterday when Trump openly mocked uh, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford at a rally mm -hmm. and just ridiculed her about like, oh, where where was I? I don't remember. How did I get home? I don't know. Yeah. As and people laughed and cheered. As people laughed and of. cheered and was like, yes, we want Kavanaugh. And, and I'm thinking... So, okay, you want your guy to get in, but let's pretend for a moment that you're not an enormous piece of shit. Sure. And he even said, like, that her testimony was credible. Right. Yeah. So let's pretend that it is credible and that maybe it did happen, or maybe it did happen, but not by him. Sure. As, as some people are asserting. Yeah. Um, Republicans are asserting you're mocking yes. a woman who was sexually assaulted. Right. 
and and people are laughing and cheering about that. Do you feel good about that? Do you feel good about that as a Trump supporter that even if Kavanaugh was not the guy and it did happen by yeah. somebody else, do you feel good knowing that the president of the United States is openly mocking a citizen who was sexually assaulted. Right. This is where we're at right now. Yeah. And I just can't wrap my head around this anymore. It's just, it's becoming, it's so disgusting to me yeah. that this is our, our reality. I feel like it's given me a glimpse into what life must be like all the time for women or people of color or citizens of, you know, um, uh, governments that are oppressive or whatever, like autocracies where you're just, I mean, it reflects my experience that I haven't felt this exhausted ever probably. Right. It's, um, it's maddening. But yeah, to live with just being exhausted and disappointed I perpetually. I is, can't imagine. Yeah. It weighs heavily. Yeah. And, and to constantly for um, a week straight as a woman or right. not even as a woman, but as somebody who is sexually assaulted, men or women, to be reminded people don't give a shit they don't care. and they're laughing at yeah. you. Yep. It is not great. <laughs> no. And the thing that, and this is something that... um. I think I, I'd seen you tweet that, that, um, and maybe I should just, instead of paraphrasing, something about, um, cons- about conspiracy theories. Right. That, yeah, just that, what does it say about us as a society that people are more likely to believe a conspiracy th- theory than they are just to believe that women are telling the truth about yeah. their experience? Yes. And the, and, the common refrain is, well, why didn't you report it? Right. Why didn't you say something? Why didn't you speak up? And which prompted the hashtag, uh, why I didn't report. Yeah. And go check it out if you have not. Yes. Hashtag why I didn't report or hashtag why I did not report. There are both. Um, and and it's you know um it's it's some of it was terrifying people would say i thought it was my fault i thought it was normal i thought i brought it on myself i thought no one would care i felt like i put myself in the situation and allowed it to happen and you know um it's he had clout on campus. I was right. drunk and underage. Um, you know, he was my boyfriend. Yeah. This is, I thought my father would be disappointed. Right. You know, there are so many reasons. And instead of listening to women, we jump to blaming them without even saying, you know, I'm sorry that happened to you. Right. I wish that didn't happen to you. Yeah. And and then there was this um story um 
or this article in the Washington Post about that's titled Dear Dads, Your Daughters Told Me About Their Assaults. This is Why They Never Told You. And there are numerous reasons that people that women, um, primarily women, don't share uh, what happened, and and one of the one of the reasons is that they're trying to protect the feelings of men. They it's just another way that women need to protect men right, yeah. from how men respond mm-hmm. to things. And that's fucking terrible. Yeah. And some of it is that um, they feel like the father would flip out or would see them differently or, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's the, the fact that we just can't listen or believe women anymore or yeah. ever right. about this, about this issue is it's so to, to have your heart be so closed off to any sort of compassion yeah it 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 boggles it boggles the mind and you know i i wanted to do you know i think that there's some reading that can be done about you know trump was mocking her for like not remembering mm-hmm. but trauma survivors it it messes up the way our brain remembers things and so to just so casually ridicule somebody for not being able to remember right some of the details surrounding that trauma is kind of intellectually dishonest to be like well of course you should remember it's like well no if if the things surrounding that event are insignificant then those are probably going to be more easily easily forgotten yeah she's also uh for it as a memory expert <laughs> like her yeah. field in psychology is related to memory so it's basically like she was an expert witness for herself so right if there's anybody who should know about memory yeah. it's somebody who's really experienced in that discipline. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, another, another thing I was, you know, realizing that, you know, people say, well, why didn't you go to the police? Okay. Let's say, uh, some, a woman was raped. She goes to the police. So she just experienced this trauma and then they would maybe, administer you know uh, the a rape kit or something and they and this is in reading about kind of what goes into something like this yeah it's it's another traumatizing event totally and it sounds horrific and um then that rape kit sits on a shelf and right. no one does shit with it right there are tens of thousands of rape kits. This is this is not new information, right? But this is this is how we tr- how casually we seem to treat yeah. that we have no rush to figure out 
um, how to process them, mm-hmm. um, or maybe even believe the story. I don't. It's right. it's, like it's already their fault for letting it happen, and then it's their fault if they didn't. Yeah, do the kit immediately and report it to the authorities, and it's their fault if people don't believe it. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, um, in this is from a a, a a story, an article from February of this year. Um, there are in New York City an estimated seventeen thousand kits. Wow, that's those are people. Yeah. Those kits. Right. And that's just in one city. Yeah. And this is like over decades. And these are people who remain with that trauma um, long after people just so casually say, well, why didn't you report it? Or would it go to the police? Go to, you know, it's these boxes of evidence remain. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I, you know, I'm any expert in this, in, in this area of psychology or, or, uh, or, but, you know, as, as John said that, you know, I'm, I'm going to err on the side of believing a, a woman who had, even Republicans say that her testimony sounded credible. Yeah. And let's let's make this clear. Um, this wasn't a trial. Right. This was not a... This was a job interview, as people are calling it, mm-hmm. for Kavanaugh. A lifetime appointment. A lifetime appointment. That will sway the majority of the court by the person who... For Decades, yeah, decades and decades to come. And the way I was looking at it was who had the most, the more credible um, testimony. Yeah. And clearly, I mean, people are, um, there's already some people wondering whether or not he, whether Kavanaugh has, I mean, the, the bar for perjury is pretty high, mm-hmm. but there are some concerns that people have that he was certainly not being truthful right. in some of his statements. So if I'm going to choose who I feel is more credible, yeah. it's the person who was honest in their testimony and said, you know, I can't remember, I don't know, right. versus just making shit up. Uh, yeah, I had some beers and, uh, I mean, I never blacked out though. I might've fallen asleep. Like all the times he referenced beer. John, do you like beer? (laughs) I do like beer. I like beer. Do you like, but I mean. (laughs) I I still have a beer now and then. (laughs) I love beer. But like, you don't sound like you're telling the truth. (laughs) No, you don't. Just say, yeah, I blacked out a few times, but I've committed my life to serve it. Like, that would be more believable. I do not believe that this dude never blacked out from drinking. Yeah, not a chance do I believe that. Um, I mean, I, you know, I, I've had times where I've had 
beers where I've had like, I don't even know if this would be considered blacking out. I don't know, but like gaps in yeah. time in, in an evening that I can't remember. I mean, like I didn't fall down, pass out drunk or anything like sure. that, but like, do I believe that this, that guy's never had anything like that happen? It's like, no, right. I think so many people have had that experience right. of being like, shit, I don't remember what, I don't remember that part of last night, you know, right. like, I think he's skirting the line trying to be like, did I fall down drunk, pass out, blackout on, splayed out on the floor right. by that definition? You know, like right. trying to change the definition of what it means. Sure. All we did at Beach Week was pray and do our homework. And I have a sensitive tummy. My tum-tum can't handle the spicy foods. Give yeah. me a break. In conclusion. <laughs> In conclusion. Uh, I'm, 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 feel, I'm not feeling confident about. No. This I I do think there there are a handful of people that this this is in their hands, yeah. um, and a handful of Republicans that are you know Collins, Murkowski, Jeff Flake. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's this is I don't know why they're putting it all on this one guy it has to be this one this one mediocre guy. white guy this there aren't one. dozens of others ready no to go. <laughs> seriously i don't know why it's they're like doubling tripling quadrupling down yeah. that they've gotten this far in the process and they're just like it has to be him and i see people on both sides being like it's just a bummer that we had to sit through all this and my thought is like well then nominate a woman next time and we won't yeah. need to sit through this yeah <sighs> or literally anybody who's sure. not a toxic pile of garbage. <laughs> yeah. I mean that that is easy easy enough. Sure. Um, one would think. One would think. Um speaking of toxic piles of garbage. <laughs> Kanye Solid West. Uh yeah, that that guy. That guy is still Still around. <laughs> we haven't had a Kanye corner in a while. We have not, and uh, I'm sad that we even have to. <laughs> we usually touched on feelings of conflict. Feelings, yeah. About the guy. I no longer feel any conflict. <laughs> I went into great detail about how through my long and complicated history with him, I would go back and forth on how do you, how do you separate the artist from the art? Is he joking yeah. sometimes? Is he pushing the line? Um I'm out on this Kanye as a human and as an artist. Yeah. At least when he was making something interesting, there was like that aspect to it. Yeah. And I don't know whether, so he was on SNL and said crazy things. And then after that, he said we should abolish the 13th amendment, which abolished slavery. Um, right. So it's and hard. Then, then yeah. he was getting dunked on and then he, quali- he qualified the statement by saying. He would amend. Well, no, he was saying that there is still slavery within the criminal prison justice system. The I think that's system. a generous read of his yeah, well, that's, stupid that, That's what he said. Sure, sure. So he followed up with that, and I'm just like, you know, I mean... Even if that's his take, which, you know, he has spoken about prison reform in his lyrics and sure. publicly, like, we don't need to <laughs> get rid of the 13th Amendment to 
enact prison reform. Yeah. So anyway, um, that's true. (laughs) That's yeah. He, I just, I don't know. I think it's dangerous. As I think we've also talked about on the show, like to diagnose people. Yeah. But I don't know whether he's having some sort of mental break that's prolonged. I don't know whether he's cloistered himself in this like bubble of the 1% or even more cloistered within that to like, um, you know, he just never sees people who have any kind of other opinion or if it's all just an act and he wants attention. It's hard to say what's going on, but whatever it is, like, dude needs to step away from the spotlight and figure some things out. Now, I'm also aware that I've seen um, people of color, friends of mine saying, like, before white people complain too much about Kanye, like, look at the people in your own life, like your family who are sure Trump supporters or saying similar things, which is certainly fair enough. I think it's just hard when it feels like this figure who did used to stand for so many things that I believed in and represented Chicago and yeah. um, now is so different. <laughs> Whereas like family members, it's not like they did a 180 too many that I know. Um, so anyway, I've been, I've been wrestling with that tension, but, uh, yeah, Kanye, Kanye corner, I don't think we'll be returning to. No, especially since his latest song is trash, (laughs) trash, trash. It sucks. (laughs) I love it. Is that what we're talking about? There's, I don't know which, I don't know what the song is. The one that he just dropped recently. I mean, the reason he was on SNL is because he was supposed to have an album come right. out. Right. Like that this on happen. Saturday, right? Right. That didn't happen. Now they're saying it's coming out in November. <laughs> and he did perform the song in a giant water bottle outfit. Yeah, so Perrier. That, yeah, that video had come out like a couple months ago or something. But I'm not... Yeah, I love it, is yeah. the song. It's not good. No, it's not I mean, not the good. actual version is a little bit better than the, like extra weird one they performed but no it's not it's not good yeah and no nothing that he's put out none of the singles that he's put out have done anything for me yeah so as far as i'm concerned he can he can just go away yeah um i'm i'm through with it not impressed that has been the kanye corner that is kanye corner close it for good (laughs) dunzo um, speaking of other things that are donezo, just briefly, yes, <laughs> we wanted to pay uh, honor to the Alley, a Oof, great punk yes. uh, institution in R. Chicago that sells many fine punk wares uh, and has existed for a long time and is going out of business. Just wanted to shout them out and also shout out that uh, my wife Jenny, when I told her the news that they were closing, mourned the fact that she had been there three separate times for different piercings. <laughs> She'd gotten her lip, her nose, and her ear pierced there. Nice. So, R.I.P. the alley. R.I.P. I bought a sweet Clash jacket for them circa 2001. Don't know where that is, but... <laughs> Bummer. You know, and I and I think I read that the stuff is going on sale right now. Better get there. So if you're in Chicago and want to get, get, you know, dressed up punk AF yeah. at, a, at reasonable prices... <laughs> Mike and us and Mike are going to swing by there after <laughs> yeah. Punktoberfest. Yeah, we're going to head up Punktoberfest, go get ourselves some, you know, back patches and some combat boots. Those the and Those are the days. Yep. John, any other <laughs> hot t- 
takes do you have on anything? Uh, there was this piece about Christian Rock in the New Yorker. We could save that for future app potentially. Yeah, yeah that was it. Was it was interesting? Called out tooth and nail. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we can take a deep dive. Yeah. Into that. Time. Check it out, though, if you want to prepare. Do a little homework for that app. <laughs> yeah. It's called is... uh, The Unlikely Endurance of Christian Rock. Yeah. So um, I expect a two-page, two <laughs> yes, um, double-spaced, one-inch margins. Yep. Fan, on... Fanfic in section one and section two. I report on yes. the Christian rock piece. Name. You can pick any... Christian rock band to have your fanfic about. <laughs> Just make sure it's stapled with your other report and handed in by next Monday. Yes. Promptly. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so right. that was our... I think we hit we hit all of them. Did we hit culture? We hit culture. Religion, politics. Oh, yeah. Way to go, us. It's been a while since we've... You know, we, we haven't really been hitting on the politics too much lately. No. People keep asking, when are you going to start talking about politics again? <laughs> Mike keeps saying, yep. what do you guys think about the news of the day? I just need to know. Um, we may edit this out, but I just felt like, and I want to get your, get your take on, you know, because Mike did tweet out... About how essentially he was hoping that people, the people on the committee would make the right choice. That's right. And it didn't look like they were. And I was sort of surprised by the tweet that he would tweet that. Um, Not because I didn't think he felt you know, any level of empathy uh, or, you know, but I was, I I was like, wow, that's, that's, he's taken it to a public space. And, um, and then somebody was saying, Oh, don't get political. And it's like, so I just, I, I, and, and, you know, and then some people were, and then I think, somebody said something about like, you know, Mike's not political. He's, you know, just a decent person or something like that. And politics, schmolitics, too confusing. (laughs) I just, I just, I'm, I'm kind of over the people sort of, you know, you know, being like, I don't, I don't do politics. Right. I just don't think we're at a time when people yeah. can just, you know, wash their hands of being like, I just really don't pay attention. Right. I just really don't know what's going on. When you literally have the president sending an emergency alert to yeah. your phone, you kind of can't avoid it. No. And that's something to me that like, and I haven't looked to see, I haven't even done a cursory, you know, Twitter search or anything to see. Like, I'm just picturing like, if Obama instituted something like this, Republicans would be oh, like, yeah. government overreach, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know? Absolutely. But, like, get out of my phone, Obama. <laughs> you know, like, but I can't imagine that that wouldn't be the case. Yeah. That, that Republicans wouldn't flip out about that sort of thing. Right. Like, I mean, I don't inherently think 
that this is a, a bad thing. I think sure. this this being able to be some method to, if there is some sort of national yeah. emergency, for, I, I, I mean, I, I, to what degree how this will be used, I don't know. I, I haven't really seen it outlined necessarily how yeah. they plan to use this. I, they do not get the benefit of the doubt, I don't think. No. Uh, nothing they've done suggests that they're going to use it well. But we also can't that. opt out of it. Right. No, I know. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious how, how this came to be and who facilitates yeah. these messages like that. They just go to everybody, or it's pretty weird. It is. It is a little. It is a little bizarre. I don't. But how long before this gets hacked and everybody starts getting right. <laughs> ridiculous texts? Yeah. I. I call. I. I think it'll be before the end of the year. We'll get some. Everybody yeah, will get some sort of ridiculous hacked text. Uh, having said that, please sign up for our Magpod. Uh, <laughs> email alert that lets you know whenever we get our vinyl <laughs> good joke no i mean it was a good effort <laughs> thank yeah. you i am i am still waiting on my vinyl so I, as i was you know walking down the stairs today to go check on the mail um i saw a package on the landing uh-huh. that sometimes my downstairs neighbors bring up packages hmm. that and just like leave it on the second floor near sure. our stairs you know just to kind of help us part way yeah and i saw something i was like <gasps> and it was for dana oh. it was but it was like a wide what if they pack. gave her the vinyl <laughs> that would have been a bummer <laughs> oops non-transferable <laughs> but i'm hoping that mike brings a handful of px plush yeah you better so i can buy one before i get the one that i purchased like four months ago didn't you say you were gonna buy one that the band could sign and then yeah. keep one in pristine and just condition? one keep one <laughs> mint condition well i don't know how mint condition it will be since i plan on carrying it with me everywhere i go <laughs> just safety pin to your shoulder yeah i'm gonna get a safety pin and make him extra punk yes you know maybe sew a little what if I sewed a PX Punk back patch on the back of the PX Punk? There you go. Would that that be sort of like, you know, meta? Meta, I guess. Something. Punk on punk. Yep. Cool. All right. Cool. Good segment. Good solid segment. Certainly not going to upset anybody. No, nope. I'm sure. But. Um, That'll be the end of the ep. We're not covering the Renaissance EP. See you guys. <laughs> Next episode, we're taking a break. Um, no. So we'll take take a quick break. When we come back, we will discuss the long-awaited by nobody <laughs> discussion. People are, are ready. Yeah. Of ready. The Renaissance EP. Mm-hmm. And we're back. First of our ep eps. 
yep. EP episode. This is our yeah, it's true. Is it is it the first one? I think so. First ep ep. I mean, we did on the cover, but that's we lumped it in. With, yeah. So I don't I don't know I don't I guess that's an. I just wanted to say ep eps, but it's just not. Give me this. But it's not. A, no, I will. I one hundred percent give that to you because this is our first ep ep because the the on the cover episode had a full length right on the cover too so yeah completely disqualified so yes exciting our first ep ep we will be diving into some of the other eps in the future but why don't we go ahead and declare at the start of this second segment that we're going to be we'll do the uh acoustic collection yeah exciting yeah people the resounding um, consensus was people wanted the acoustic. So, spoiler alert: not super familiar with it. But spoiler alert: you're familiar with the songs. The songs, yes. <laughs> we'll get a little preview at Punktoberfest. Perhaps. Yeah, we will. We 100% will. Um, so I'm actually, yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing. I'm, I'm assuming Mike will be playing some of the new songs, acoustic style. And I thought, I thought I saw him, um, I thought I saw him say something in a recent tweet or something that he was like, in preparing for it, he was Googling lyrics. (laughs) To his own songs? Yeah. (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) So. uh, Some old, old ones maybe? He doesn't remember. Yeah, a little, so uh, I'm one, it makes me wonder what what old school jam might uh, he be cooking up? By, maybe <laughs> ding, ding, bad ding, hair ding, day. Ding, 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 ding. Maybe yeah. I would love to acoustic version. <laughs> that'd be a pretty emo emo song to play acoustic. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to it. Yep. Um, John, we have gone down this road before. <laughs> Um, where we were circa 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, but do you, did, and I think we've talked about this too. Have you, do you remember, did you purchase this album when it I came did. out? Yeah. I was hyped for it because as we have discussed, I, Ever Passing Moment is a different kind of album for them. Sure. And because it was different enough, I was sort of able to accept it, but mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. It, it was not MXPX in the form that I knew and loved most dearly. So the Renaissance CB was being sold as like, um, their return to their roots. And right. Had a skull on the cover. Right. And they were signing with fat yes. records for this one. Yes. And then, so I was very hyped, but, um, yeah, it came out like right when I was graduating high school too. I got it right when it came out, and I think it's still probably overall too poppy for me <laughs> at the time, and maybe now a little bit too. More but. so than the ever passing moment. No, less than that. Um, Certainly less poppy than. Yeah, but um, but it, it it feels similar to ever passing moment. I was. It has chord it progressions. Has some yeah, it has some minor def- fours in there. <laughs> there's there's some Mike fucks with the minors in this <laughs> in this uh in this EP. Yeah. How um, about you? 
oh, I've mentioned this before, which is why you saw this tab on my computer. But I I picked this up at Sam Goody. Goody got it. Goody got it. And uh, I I started going down the rabbit hole of like Sam Goody. Like yeah. when did it go out of business? And it was defunct in I think it was two thousand five. Okay. And um and but. Wait for it. Um, no, uh, 2006. It, it was purchased. The remaining Sam Goodies was purchased by Trans World Entertainment, Love which al- also does Fye, okay. um, which I've heard of. Mm-hmm. Sunday mat or Saturday matinee. Oh, yeah, they had that at the Mall of America. Um, and Suncoast Motion Picture Company. Wow. Do you remember that? I do. They that was a that was a place. Yeah, it was a place <laughs> that was in my. I used to go there to Randhurst Mall back in the day in the best. middle school and and check out like thirty dollar VHS tapes. <laughs> VHS collections. Like, sweet, sweet. But here's the bananas thing: there are still some Sam goodies Ooh. that are operating to this day, Magpie and there is trend. one in Saint Clairsville, Ohio, right. at. The Ohio Valley Mall. Here's the deal, Daniel Starrett. Daniel (laughs) Starrett. Please get over there. Get over to 6767800. This is a weird ass. 67800 Mall Road. Sounds fake. (laughs) That is definitely a a murder murder trap. (laughs) No, guys, just come to the Sam Goody at at my van. At at Mall Road. Uh You know, that's definitely not a fake place. (laughs) Yeah. Cleveland, uh, I don't know if it's anywhere near Cleveland, but Ohio listeners. Ohio listeners. Hit us up. Hit up the Sam Goody. Because I'm assuming in 2018. Goody still got it. I I can only hope. I can only hope that Goody's got it in 2018. Yeah. Um, but I was like, is this? Because I was looking on Yelp, and I'm like, wait a second, this can't. But it is. Yes. But the best part was looking at the Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> you know, you're having a great day when you're on the Sam Goody <laughs> Wikipedia Sam Goody deep Wiki. dive, and just and looking at oh, and yeah. how nostalgic, oh, yeah. like some of the. It looks great. Um, like the storefronts looked and stuff and just being like, Oh man, look at that. Look at that right now. Here's an MXPX passion of the, Got Christ. the passion of the Christ. I hope they had the soundtrack. Uh, well, in that, there. No, it wasn't a soundtrack oh. music inspired oh, oh, right, right. by a passion of the Christ. MXPX and Mark Hoppus loved it so much. They went home and <laughs> wrote a new song. Yeah, man, the empire. Yeah. So that's, that's my, but, this is this is the crazy thing to me. So I remember, um, and I mentioned this on our episode with Jason Hockney Simon, saying how pumped I was after hearing this record, being like, oh man, it, it feels like a little bit of a, you know, return to sure. a little bit more aggressive sound, and it definitely DIY, because the band recorded it themselves and in and jason was sort of like dismissing this feeling like um because i thought this was the trajectory but then before everything and after came out and i was like 
what the fuck? <laughs> this <laughs> he said, what are, what's the hit on this record, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um fair point. But here's another thing. To my to my point, I feel like I have a little bit of evidence in my corner. Uh-huh. I found a a quote from Mike that evidently was on the MXPX site at the time. Quote, the Renaissance EP isn't just nine songs. It marks a new beginning, a rebirth of many years to come. This is our interpretation of what our first three records may have sounded like if we had recorded the songs at the present time. Yeah. So, and I think he's sort of like leaning a little bit heavily on the Renaissance title and you know, sort of new beginning, rebirth, all that kind of stuff. But I can't, don't think you could blame me for feeling totally. like, because it, explicitly he's almost saying that this is like, this is the direction is we're, we're going. Yeah. And it it was raw, it was self-produced, and it felt like they're kind of like trying to figure out how to yeah. do it on their own. And releasing it on fat is, you know, gives a little bit punk punk credibility. And so this is why I think I felt that that huge turn. Right. When. Yeah. I think I would, I remember reading quotes like that from Mike and being, again, that was adding to my hype. And so I'd built it up as like, this is all going to be time will tell like nine, nine versions of that or talk of the town or whatever the harder songs are on the record. And it's definitely not that. And so I think I was a little disappointed by that, but you're definitely right that like ever passing moment to before everything and after you can make that leap. Like it's, it's still a hard turn into before everything land yeah but like renaissance does feel like kind of a turn away from that before going full (laughs) big pop sound Uh, yeah i think my feeling is if renaissance came before the ever passing moment yeah that would make i would have made it would have made more sense yeah perhaps but to explicitly say this isn't just nine songs. It's a new beginning. Right. <laughs> to almost explicitly yeah. say that. There's also hyperbole is always involved in the press tour process. I, I suppose, but, you know. Um, he probably felt that way at the time. Yeah. But looking, like listening back, you're like, well, it's it sounds more like Ever Passing Moment than any of your other records. Right. Um, I, I, I think if I, it certainly does sound more like the ever passing moment, but there are some songs on there that yeah are not ever passing moment at all. No, they, um, here's my question. Yeah. A lot of songs for an EP. Uh, but it's only 18 minutes and five seconds. So I wonder if it's like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know if they were still learning how to produce themselves. It, it would it would appear so. <laughs> or if they just had a smaller budget and intentionally wanted to keep it kind of a rougher, more DIY thing. But I wonder if it was like for be- the fat for the fat listeners. Yeah. Um, 
but I wonder if it was like, because it was all those things like self-produced smaller budget, a little more rough. If they were like, it's just going to be an EP because they're not considering like a full statement of a record. But as we've discussed, nine songs is, is nearly an album. It Certainly is. in 2018, it's an album plus Yeah, per, per Kanye, who's producing their new record. <laughs> but it's, it's sort of like, you know, if you think about MXPX and their discography, you know, maybe this is what they think an EP is. Because if an album is like 22 <laughs> yeah. songs long. Like nine, it's super <laughs> short. Just an EP this time. <laughs> yeah. I mean... This this album it's not forty nine minutes long, That's so it's it is not very a, short. It's not overall. an album. Um, yeah. It's definitely got some some punk run times as far as songs go. Yeah. So um, I I had this thought earlier, which made me, you know, uh, you know, this is this talking about the Renaissance, the sort of rebirth and everything, and then it made me think like, well. You know, if this is the Renaissance, then before everything and after is the Dark Ages. <laughs> um, this is good. Save this for the social feeds. <laughs> no, but I, but in doing a little Googling, I found a pretty funny chart that somebody had made that of the Dark Ages. That <laughs> so they said um, on the far left, eighteen seventy seven phonograph. 1897 radio 1928 television and then this giant gap that's the, between 1928 and 1980 called the dark ages <laughs> until the personal computer was invented sure and then everything else is like internet web browser blogs and i'm thinking you're completely discounting you know uh, 50 52 years of yeah, it's like space technology and sure. and automobile uh and and the invention of like supermarkets and all sorts of things yeah, yeah. that are just like maybe this has more to do with like technology than it does anything else Probably. but like but the space program <laughs> not exactly wouldn't no. consider that the dark ages <laughs> no. does that mean panic is like the enlightenment I would say panic would yeah. be the enlightenment okay. for sure. We have to make this chart now. <laughs> this is this is some MXPX memes shit yeah, I was right gonna there. Say, Daniel, if you're Dan- listening, why yeah. don't you go ahead and make that one? Um, or wait, he's the white knight of MXPX, though. He never says any disparaging things about them. So <laughs> that's true. To suggest uh, there was a dark ages. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't want to don't want to put him in that position. But he did. Um, I did shoot him the. Uh, a, have you been seeing all these moth memes lately? Yeah, I literally, I'm so old <laughs> that I had to Google like what the hell moth meme or something. Cause I was just well, like, it, it came where out did of this come from. Exactly. This is how meme culture sure, is. It literally comes out of nowhere. Yeah, I just thought perhaps it was a reference to something at nope. some point, but it was just a picture of a moth. <laughs> I appreciated it once I did the deep dive and saw yeah. the many. Many moth memes. My moth still cleans my room, or whatever he said was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and I was happy that I was able to shoot him that uh, that panic moth meme. Oh, yeah, right that it's like I mean that seems like the most obvious yes. one that I'm glad nobody else had jumped to yet. But 
Um, he is, he's so good. Yeah. He, yeah. Our boy Daniel Leary is so good with Photoshop. It looks really, like, super profesh. Yeah. Um, so it's enough of tooting our own horn about memes. Um, so one other thing that's probably going to make me sound dumb, but especially since we've been doing this for like three weeks, talking about doing this record, I've been writing Renaissance a lot uh-huh. and I just, tough ha- it's a tough, I, I rely on spell check uh-huh. every time. I write that because I'm like, fuck, is it two S's or is it two N's? Three C's. <laughs> is it, is there, is there like an umlaut or a, a, a you know, an Accent accent? I don't know. Um, because I also like saying Renaissance. When you say it like that, it makes it easier to spell too. Cause it's like the A. Yeah. You really emphasize that syllable. That's true. That's true. Uh, but anyway, um, I just felt like I wanted to s- point out how dumb I am. <laughs> shout out to shout out to my spelling. shout out to my uh, fifth grade English teachers <laughs> who couldn't teach me. Um, I, and I also so and also doing some of the research for um, when this album dropped. I found a shout out to Fat Records for maintaining literally every page that they've ever had wow. for a release. They still have the page up for the Renaissance EP on their site with this. I mean, you can, I think you can still buy it through their site. You can't get the um, vinyl or anything on there anymore, but you, but it looks like you can still order the, the CD, but it's cool. The copy is like, it makes me wonder like, what MXPX thought of this they, like, shit on their faith and stuff, right? <laughs> Non-believers stand aside. MXPX have returned to their independent roots and resurrected their famous punk sound on the Renaissance EP, <laughs> a nine-song blast of fast and catchy punk that is sure to rock your body, spirit, and soul. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> they were probably cool with it. I mean, it's sort of funny, but I can also be like. Because I remember Jason saying again in our interview that like Fat Mike was insistent that there be no religious yeah, yeah, songs yeah. on this record, right. but then then for them to be like write this <laughs> yeah. this copy that's like Christians Christians Jesus right. yeah I feel like it was a throwback to a different era like this is what we were talking about I think we've talked about this a couple times on the pod but like. Just the era where it was like these are our, this is a Christian band in the right. punk world, and now the lines are so blurred. Yeah, as the New Yorker article says. Right. Just that, like, it doesn't seem as big a deal anymore. Um, no. But also, Christian music isn't. I mean, Christian alternative music is not a, as much of a thing anymore, anymore. Yeah, and and I I really do feel like there are some. Um. Oh, shit. Breaking news. Senate moves ahead on Kavanaugh's Supreme Court nomination with a procedural vote expected Friday. Oh, boy. Oh, Christ. Listeners on Monday, I hope it all works out. (laughs) Yep. Um, Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. 
Okay. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> the Renaissance EP. That's right. Christian music, Fat Mike, um, giving him a hard time. Oh, oh, yes. Um, it seems like people, um, especially in our generation, are still holding on to this idea of what a Christian band right. needs to look like. Sure. From from a, a time long ago that the bands have continued to evolve and change in their their identities and what they believe, but the listeners have this expectation of what Christianity is and how the band should model it. Right. With that being said, I'm not sure if you follow Emery on Instagram. Um, yeah. They have a naked person on their album cover or something like yes. that. It's, well, it's, they have an album coming out called Eve and, um, and then I, one would assume that they might have a, a follow-up record maybe called Adam is my sure. guess. If not, I don't know, maybe, but people are like kind of up in arms mm-hmm. about it that that there's some butt crack on i mean just if you're if you know if you're upset um you know by that i don't know maybe where are you upset by like the led zeppelin houses of the holy Sure. album cover or something yeah. like that i don't i don't know like our butts that like yeah but remember people, dave bazan got in some trouble when one of his album covers had a butt on it yeah it's it, it there's an interesting i mean the comment section is always but the worst is always the worst but like there was i remember seeing one comment that was like you know the, the you know the word of god is you know is there's no there's no gray there's no shades of gray in this area the word no buts genesis <laughs> genesis one yeah, i think it's a first uh first opinions uh, <laughs> chapter 3 solid um 10 comedy points <laughs> the, the it's just like i what it's 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 baffling to me that they think that people think that like they can't let people you can't let people evolve and but it's also like firmly putting you know the blame on you know people are saying you're going to make men you know you're going to cause our husbands to stumble or mm-hmm. whatever it's like what if i stumble Andrew? Well, what if you what fall? If fall what if what um <laughs> what if i lose what is it myself and make fools of us all oh boy shout out to dc talk <laughs> yep that Jesus was freak. One of our pod spinoffs, I think. Yeah, talking DC talk. Um, you were making a point before this, I think. <laughs> I've this has gone off the rails. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I don't even, I don't even know anymore. Um, Let's just call it. We'll talk about Renaissance next time. Next. <laughs> um, I think we've covered it. <laughs> yeah, we've already. We've anyway. I think I was just. I don't even know how I got to <laughs> got there. Yeah, um, it's on brand. Yeah. So, uh, do you, do you want to, do you want to talk about the album? Do you have any other, any other thoughts about it? I will just say that I 
said before that I felt like I liked it, didn't love it, needed to revisit. Yeah. I would say I'm more really like it than just okay. like it, but yeah. I'm not to love it. So Okay. Because I, I do remember you saying like that you weren't totally yeah. feeling it when it, um, but I'm, yeah, I, not, that's not to say that like every song on here sure. is a slam dunk. No. I don't think there's any bad songs, though. I'll say this. There are songs on here that I'm happy that they're on an EP. Sure. And they they have more... uh, I forgive them more (laughs) that they're on an EP than they are... uh, than they would be if they were on an actual album. Sure. See our review of Secret Weapon and the song about nothing. Right. Or all about nothing, whatever it's called. Um, Blocked it out. Yeah. <laughs> so this this album, I think, um, I don't know, maybe, actually maybe maybe I'll wait till, till we get to that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, let's, maybe why don't we uh, play a little... Little Renaissance EP. It's a weird idea, but <laughs> just might work. I support it. <laughs> so let's um, first track, Lonesome Town. number one cool it's it is among my favorites it's not it's, in my top three but wow i like it a lot though what i I'm, i was hoping <laughs> when it i was hoping that we might be yeah. in sync with this episode yeah so what what about it, it nudges it just outside your your top three well i don't think it'll be a surprise when i get to the ones that are my favorites they're the harder ones sure and you know this this song it one of the reasons i like it so much is that i mean it does this is the most ever passing moment song on here mike plays with a lot of chords yes on this song and i think one of the reasons you know I, i i started feeling a bit of connection to it is because I've heard um, an acoustic version oh, I can see that of this, yeah. and and I so I and I actually picked up my guitar and I looked up a guitar tab and mm. started it's complicated. Well, it's it sounds great, sure, 
it's yeah, yeah. the the when you hit some of these mm-hmm. uh when you hit some of the like the um these mm. chords that feel they feel pleasurable to play yeah yeah i'm like you know playing them myself it just it feels a little bit different than yeah, just I can see that. hearing a the um i think it's the what it was like the i think the a7 mm-hmm. um it just it just one of those surprising yeah, turns. Yeah. Oh, Elvis Costelloville. How do we get here? <laughs> toot toot. Next stop, Tom Petty Station. <laughs> um, I I don't know why. I sound like an old timey prospector. <laughs> I like it. Roger's gonna get you gold. <laughs> I love this prospector bit. I hope we keep returning to it. Yes. Let's let's do it for the rest of for the rest of the app. We're gonna get well, Mike to do like it. Lonesome Town is where they got all my gold. <laughs> oh, I can't talk that. <laughs> um, here's anyway. a question. Yeah, is Lonesome Town a place where you go after a breakup or some heartbreak, or is it a metaphor for depression, <laughs> um, or both? I mean. Lonesome is the only way I truly feel free. That's uh, that's Mike's emo corner. Um, it's you know fresh new starts and broken hearts where no one knows your name. Yeah. Though lonesome town is crowded, I'm always first in line. You know, it's you know I don't know it. It's it's also weird because I think Mike and Holly got married this year. Yeah. And that's awkward. <laughs> I don't know. I, I do think Mike writes out there's yes. there's there's a hard there's a hard timeline in figuring like I think we try and figure out things based on when <laughs> yeah. the songs released yeah. and it's just like probably. Mike has probably <laughs> wrote this song right. you know three years yeah. before this record it's came also out. Possible to channel feelings from what? <laughs> That's Other, impossible. I know. I you can only ever write what's literally true for you in the moment. I know that's the case, but yep. this is why I can't watch movies because I just can't understand. <laughs> Don't Wait. buy it. Don't buy it. That person. That person got shot in the face, so they're probably dead in real life. Right. That's how it works. Just um, like in dreams, you die in a dream, die in real life. <laughs> uh, yes, Inception, and also that. Is a good song, Listen Town. <laughs> I have no additional <laughs> thoughts. It is good. I don't um I don't have any solid reason for why it doesn't crack the top three, but it um doesn't move me to the next level. Okay. Well, maybe this one will. Also among my favorites. Okay. Didn't make my top three. Did not make mine either. But it's um, 
I did the little harmony. Your harmonies just now sounded better than the actual ones on the album. I did the little shout out because I'm like, I feel like that's when you can tell the production is sort of at its leanest. Because instead of a full backup, it's like, me, 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 me. It's like very <laughs> minimum. But it's got a fun bridge, which yeah. is a trait of the ever passing era. Uh, Sorry like about harmonies. all this background noise. Yeah, like, I, <laughs> I'm just, I just wanted to pull out the, because we haven't, we hadn't talked yet about the, the right. really much about the cover but we'll get to that the cover's awesome yeah um it's yes. it's the it's the at least the half a skull second well open it up for that full skull bro boom. um the, i had that poster i think it's the at least the second or at least one of two albums that because they have the broken, broken bones, bones. Yep. which preceded um, the ever passing moment, right? And then this one after the ever passing moment. So they're in their their boner stage. <laughs> Totes, Totes in their bone stage. I I love the broken bones logo, as I've said even yep. more than this one. Um, yeah, but yeah, this one I I love those harmonies. I think the bridge is really cool. You love. Um, thank you for my harmonies. I love you love your harmonies. Love my harmonies specifically. Um, I love the ending with the double time vocals where it's like i know what to do <laughs> like where he starts going yeah let me extra fast ready yeah i'm into that he's got a voice he's gonna use it i'm into that yeah not my best work uh yeah <laughs> yeah i this is this is what I love about this about this EP is they they get back into the Yuri gets back yeah. into the fast drumming and it's also why I like Lonesome Town so much just yeah. he's got the he's got the big tom drums going and mm-hmm. and this has got the you know got those those oh, nope It's Just good, like and I love that little. That's a cool yeah. little breakdown. Yeah, yeah. they, they have they song. have a little bit of playfulness. Yeah. on this record, which I'm into. Um, speaking of play, playfulness, party two. Do do you think these movies have have the coolest parties? <laughs> I wrote interesting movie choices. <laughs> I uh, mean, it, it like personally, I love porno password from <laughs> Cable, cable Guy. guy. <laughs> 
That's an, my favorite party game. What an odd movie to call out in general. But to name it as like, <laughs> that's one of my favorite all-time cinematic parties is yeah, weird. I, was, I would think like something like Can't Hardly Wait. Sure. Or something like like in terms of like... It's a very release, recent release at that time, but... Uh, ish. I think it was... Yeah, came out... I guess when did that I come? I guess Cable Guy was only a couple of years before Cable that. Guy came out in 96. Yep. Saw that in the theater. <laughs> did you? Oh, yeah. Um, Yikes. Can't Hardly Wait came out in 98. So. Yeah. Only a couple years, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mike's love for 80s things is sure clear. I mean, he this is another Say Anything reference here in addition to Step Around the Broken Glass. I'm on board with that party reference. Some kind of wonderful, not on my radar, but no. I believe is another 80s uh, sort of classic. Yeah, Grease, not, not among my favorites. Yeah, an interesting no. collection of choices. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm just not sure about the whole like sequel idea. Like, party two. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Um, I, I, I also think cleaning up is the very worst part is cleaning up cleaning up like it's emotional (laughs) uh yeah i think it's a it's sort of a weird uh a weird bridge yeah but it's a little silly it's yeah this is one of those an example of one of the songs that i forgive because it's on an ep we're not quite at um what is it, the anger management thing? Goo goo Goose Frava. Yeah. We're not quite at Goose Frava levels here, but no, we're not, not far behind. No. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, next time we'll tell. Oh, shit. I don't know if anybody's having as much fun as we are. (laughs) Not now that we've made noise through the entire song. I mean, this is my number one. It's my number two. Yeah. 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 It's I mean, if there's a fist pump chorus and it's got the words revolution into it, I'm obviously in. I love this. Yeah. It feels it felt so good hearing this, like because I'd been waiting for songs like this on the EP. I love that little pause there. Yeah, it's great. And this part here. It rules. This is this is some slowly going the way of the buffalo. Yeah, for sure. Getting a little dirty. Mm-hmm. Fun little time change. And yeah, yeah. The bass comes back in. Oh, I would love to hear them play this live. I would love to hear Mike do this acoustic. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, the sun rolls. I... Failure, <laughs> confusion. I'm into it. I am super into it. Um, and now gray skies turn blue. <laughs> Ooh. 
That is the opposite. The best thing about this song is the keys intro. Yes. Which is also what I said about Grace Guys Turn Blue when we <laughs> did Panic. So Yeah. Um In my opinion. I I feel like this song says nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh I feel like um saying you're the opposite of me. And then saying I'm the opposite of you, I feel like that's sort of implicit in saying <laughs> that somebody's the opposite. You're being redundant, Mike. Um, it's kind of like MC Scat Cats, two steps forward and two steps back. You know, opposites attract. <laughs> Him and Paul Abdul. Isn't that what you think? <laughs> that is that. I mean, that's normally where my mind goes. Um, I've got Paul Abdul in my mind all the time. Just gonna be on the on the pod. <laughs> Bringing around the pod. Pod lab duel <laughs> coming up. <laughs> oh boy, sorry. Um, what were you saying? <laughs> the lyrics are nonsensical. <laughs> yeah, it's it's I. If I just turn my brain off and I'm just and I just listen sure. without thinking critically about it. Yeah, I'm down. Yeah, but it's it's not a. It's not one of my favorites on the on the record. Yeah, I do love that little toy keyboardish yeah. sound yeah uh, and it's it's i think probably one of the first times they started getting a little yep. bit into getting into that so um i was love mxpx with with keys in the picture um yeah i'll take it um oh something you know we that we didn't mention at the top of this is um how it charted Oh. Because uh, on the bill, it charted on the Billboard 200. Wow! Good when it when it dropped, um, only one week. Okay. But it it charted at 128. That's pretty good. So that's something. Um, but it was on the Christian charts. Uh, it. It's one of my favorite Christian albums. <laughs> Sorry. On, on the Christian charts. Yeah, I just like. Per Fat Mike oh. going out of his way to be like, we want nothing to do with Christianity. And it's like, oh, well, I, performed great on the Christian charts. Yeah, Anyways, I gotcha. Sorry. Yeah, there's there's zero explicitly Christian. Well, there's we, there's a little something in a little bit. We'll get there. Oh, interesting. Not, not very explicit. You're right. It was on the charts for five weeks and peaked at six. Mm. Uh, so not, not too bad. Not I... Bad. I'm so anyway, let's let's shall we get back to let's do it. the the don't look back. Yeah. 
my thoughts? My number three. Oh, wow. Um, what was your number? Oh, you haven't said your number two yet? Not yet. And Lonesome Town or Letting Go could probably have... Um, this one just edged those ones out a little bit. I think I really like the time changes. You know, when it kicks into the double time, you're just like, yeah. yeah. And the fact that they go back and forth between the slow and the fast, I like... I don't know. It's good. It's not at the same level as my top two for me, but I yeah. I do like this one. This uh, this does have a little bit of a time change too at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that they do several time signatures. When they kick back in, it's just so hard not to it's, love it. Yeah. Something else I love about this EP is it's. Pick slides galore. Oh, yeah. There are pick slides all over this motherfucker. It's right in our wheelhouse. It, yeah, I, at the beginning of the song, I was pick miming. That is sure. the that is the worst pick slide. <laughs> how would you? How would you? That sounds pretty good. I mean, it's how do you how do you mouth mime plastic on like metal? Yeah. That's pretty close. That was terrible, Ew. but it's that's very generous of you. <laughs> um, now, you have anything else to say about "Don't Look Back"? I there is there is a little bit of a, an Alanis Morissette line in this song. <laughs> that's um, it's it's like finding out the best things in life for free <laughs> after you already paid. Oh, come on, guys! That's, yeah, that's derivative. I mean, <laughs> at this at this point, ironic had been out for a number of years. Yeah. So, it's... and you know, you know who pointed that out to me? Dana. Uh, we're in the car and we're listening like, to it. And she's second. like, she's like, wait a goddamn second. <laughs> that's that's my girl Alanis. <laughs> Um, shout out to Alanis Morissette. Let's get her on the pod. <laughs> we have also, this is our second Alanis reference because we talked about the song from uh, City of Angels. That's true. Which I have definitely listened to repeatedly since then. That song is <laughs> a jam. <laughs> yeah, dun, I think I did. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I, that song is I, good. I don't care who you are. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, I think when we did that, episode i i did do the yeah you did the, i was like i don't know what that is and you went ding, ding, and i was ding, like oh yeah ding, ding. anyway I... <laughs> sounds great nailed um, it uh talk, talk of, of the, the town sounds like that well it's funny that you mentioned that little andy uh, hughes andy andy hughes andy since you're sitting in the corner for for yes. all of our 
This, this is one of my favorite ones to sing oh, on. Yeah, it's is Andy. Was this your first time being back with the band since uh, you? No, I think it's maybe I can't remember too much. <laughs> That's a great input, Andy. Thanks, really appreciate this, it. This one was really good. It sounded like poking at your punks. This is my number two. Yeah, it's my number three. Yes. We overlapped on two out of the three. Two out of three. Pretty good. Yeah. It's it is such a jam. It is um it is the most poking at you. So yeah. if we're if to to Mike's credit, him saying that this is their interpretation of what their first three records sure. should have sounded like. Yeah. yeah, this is um this is a definite poking at you song. Yeah. Clean, or cleaned up a little. Cleaned up the not as, not as sprinkleified, not as <laughs> dirty and gritty, <laughs> fuzzy. But, um, I'm I'm into it. I like, yep. I like the I like the gang vocals. But yeah, in seriousness, I, I, I don't. I, I'm trying to. Th- I I it might be the first time Andy, Andy comes back because I don't think because he starts showing up on future albums yeah. but i don't remember seeing him in any like of the previous yeah there's not a ton of gang vocals on those few albums no before this one i guess no um yeah love another hardcore song yeah Into i it. i would i there are because i know i know they i think they do some of these songs live, but I would like to Oof, see. That would be good. I'd like to see this song live. That would be great. Uh, yeah. Little Andy. Andy Husey. Mm-hmm. Well. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, on to the struggle. Because it's real. Is this your allusion to? Yes. I mean, yeah. Fat Mike said no God, but this one slipped through, I feel like. I mean, it's not super explicit, but there's the whom do we really serve? Firmly fix your heart, your mind will follow. There's maybe a little Calvinism in there. There, there's, there is, um, he said, chances are the choice has been pre-made. pre-made. We all understand the choice is in our hands, and chances are the choice has been pre-made. That's... Yeah, don't There's know about a, that. That is a little uh, predestination. Yeah, perhaps I'm reading too much into it, but um, maybe I don't know. That is went over Fat Mike's head. That's yeah, all uh, you know, Fat Mike is a huge Calvinist. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's working through some of his reformed <laughs> issues. Um, this one is among my favorites on the record too. I really yeah. like it. I like it too. It's 
you know, I there there are only a handful of songs that yeah. Um, I would say of the nine, I'd say, um, I'd say six of them feel very strong to me. Yeah. And for an EP, pretty good. I'm I'm, I'm feeling it's really good. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> and then. This is this is a song that I am all be interested to hear your take. Little keys in there. Yeah, there it is. I can't confirm, but I feel like that sounds like Yuri doing the harmonies on that oh, part. Interesting. I don't know if it is, but I support it if it is. Can I mean just based on what I know Yuri's voice to sound like, sure, and how he participates <laughs> in this song. Yeah, you know, mommy. <laughs> just. Right, on. A little later. Whatever. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I really like this one. If I, yeah, I, it's it's fun. Yeah. And this is why I give it a pass. Sure. Because it's, it's on this EP. I mean, if, it's definitely in the wink, wink. It is the winkies. Realm. But musically, I really like it. Yeah. Me too. The the. The little um Yari needs a lot of sleep. <laughs> that part? Yeah. And I was gonna say I'm really into that part. It's it's really cool. It's weird, it's fun. Um I was gonna I was meaning the little High guitar. Oh yeah. Wakes up screaming. Maybe I mean, it's not keys. Maybe it's just the the, the guitar part. The guitar. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um, it's you know I I I like this song more than the uh, secret weapon song about nothing or the whatever that song is. Yeah. And not saying that I feel like I want Yuri Wakes Up Screaming to be on a proper album, but I think musically yeah. it's interesting yeah, and sure. fun. It definitely and makes me want to know the backstory. Like, I think does I, Yuri actually they, wake up screaming? Yeah, they, they, um, they told a story. I think Mike told the story on... In the Both Ends Burning okay. documentary. Yeah. I feel like I remember hearing it at one point. But Yeah, like I think Yuri was in a closet or something, <laughs> sleeping or something. <laughs> right. And then they 
heard him screaming and that's, <laughs> wasn't it like a recurring thing or something though? I don't I don't maybe it was just I the one time. I don't recall if it was a recurring thing. Um, Poor Yuri. <laughs> Wakes up screaming in a closet. Like, I can't catch any breaks. Um, other than being a damn legend. Well, yeah, clearly. Clearly. Um, so That's it. That's the Renaissance EP. Nine and done. Nine. I like it. I am. I like it more than I remembered liking it. Yeah. Uh, I... I think I've always liked it, so I've <laughs> always do. I've been on the right side of history this whole time. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I never disliked it, but I do remember, like I said, that feeling of just, uh, this wasn't quite what I was hoping for, but some of them for sure are what I was hoping for. And, yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, none of them are bad, which pretty good for nine songs. Um, well done. Well done, boys from Bremerton. Yes. I just do want to make one more comment about the... So the insert for the for the booklet for the Renaissance EP has this picture of the band looking punk AF yeah, doing their punk jumps. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what Tom is doing. He looks like he's jumping backwards um, and getting mad air. Yeah. This, uh, it's it's a pretty dope photo. Yeah, I'm I'm into it. But also, I was gonna say there are guest vocals on Yuri wakes up screaming. Mm-hmm. By this is why I think. Oh, Yuri's in there. Yuri is. I was just assuming that was him going. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, maybe. But there are four other people. Um has contributed onto mm-hmm. that song. I don't know what what part of the song are there four other people. Yeah. Hmm. Hard to say. It sounds like one person. Maybe they contributed to this part. Maybe they went. Yeah. I don't maybe. know. It's a mystery. It is. Let's hop in the van. Let's. If anybody let's, can solve this one for us. If anybody us. knows Neil yeah. or Jessica or or Gary or, or James, James, let us know. Yep. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so that was it. That was it. Felt pretty good. Felt pretty good. Shorter app. Yeah, what are we at? Under two. We haven't even cracked two. We haven't even cracked two. Let's talk about... Let's, uh... let's, here, let's <laughs> get some more beers here. Let's talk about, let's, let's just go, let's, so here's the thing <laughs> can't about hardly can't, wait. can't Hardly Wait. <laughs> I feel like Can't Hardly Wait is like one of those cult movies. Yeah. And it... I miss this cult Yeah, train. I, yeah, it's... A, it's got Jennifer Love Hewitt. It's got uh, uh, Ethan Embry, yep. which, you know, he was in um, Empire, Records. Empire Records as well. Another cult movie, teen movie. That one I was firmly on the train for. Yeah, Seth Green's in this one as well. Yeah, not a not a big rotten, not big on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. This played at the movie theater that I worked at in high school. And yeah, got did. in for free. Well, I watched many segments of it 
while sweeping popcorn. (laughs) And what better way to end our episode (laughs) than with that stirring reflection? (laughs) Tell us, listeners, what are some of your favorite cinematic parties? Uh, Yeah. Animal House. I mean, they contributed a song to it, and yet they can't name that one. I don't know. That, that, uh... A lot of these, lot of, lot of these '80s movies yeah. are politics are not necessarily cool. No, little, little rapey. Yeah, even can't hardly wait. I mean, not so much the rapey, but like the putting this girl up on a pedestal, and she's yeah. not even like a real person to them. But yeah, that whole thing is a little weird. It is a little weird. It's it it does seem very kind of yesteryear in right. in movie the. What was what was the uh, that movie? I mean, it became a kind of a trope in in movies that like the girl, the dwarf Manic girl, Pixie dream girl. The, no, the girl oh. who has like oh the hair and has the glasses, glasses. and it's she like takes her hair down and it takes her hair down. She's automatically hot. I mean, I think the she's all thatification yes. of movies. Yeah, and I mean, they MXPX kind of did that in their Wrecking Hotel Rooms music video. Yeah, not cool, guys. Not cool. Not cool. Calm you out. Get you on the pod. We'll, we'll confront you about it. Yep. Uh, Dazed and Confused. That has a good movie party. Um, okay. Clueless. That's a good one. All right. I just Googled best movie parties. It's got uh, Paul Rudd. Paul I'm Rudd. A Paul Rudd fan. Yep. Risky Business. That one's definitely mm. a little rapey. Um, I mean, I don't know. There were some other contenders. Right in, yeah. with, right in with your favorites. Yeah, well, maybe that'll be a... That'll be a question of the week, maybe, <laughs> or not. <laughs> let's let's have a a better question. <laughs> if you want to answer that one, you know, yeah, certainly. feel feel if free. You, were you particularly can particularly moved by the cable guys party scene. <laughs> let us know. Yeah, maybe we can we can maybe we can get Mike to play porno password <laughs> if we see him this weekend at I mean, Punktoberfest. I saw that movie in the theater because I was 13 and obsessed with Jim Carrey. And And then you're like, like, oh, this is a weird... You know, I even, like, I recognized that it was weird and dark, and I still liked it. But, like, I think I might have even... I think I went to see it with, like, my girlfriend or whatever, who I've mentioned on the show before, (laughs) who I later broke up with uh, for not being Christian. Cool. (laughs) Dude. Alert. Nice um, work, John. I think we were just like, yeah, Jim Carrey, like... And just being in the theater, like, this is weird. Like, the porno password <laughs> segment in particular, just like, what is happening right now? But I'm glad it resonated with Mike and yep. lives on in the Renaissance EP forever. So. <laughs> this this is truly the legacy <laughs> of the Renaissance EP. Yeah. Cable guy reference. Cable guy reference. I mean, it could have been a me, myself, and Irene. Oh, man. Another weird, dark Jim Carrey movie. Indeed. Question of the week. What's your favorite weird, weird dark Jim Carrey, movie? <laughs> Jim Carrey oh, movies? Man. Does Eternal Sunshine count? Probably. I Did do you... really want to see that new show he's on, Kidding or whatever. Oh, yeah. That looks interesting. Did you ever see, have you ever seen Jim Carrey in Rubberface? <laughs> that was like one of his first movies, right? Yeah. I and, rented it in a video um, and I was in my Jim Carrey obsession phase. Yeah, so. Not a good one. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> this goes out to our Canadian uh, Canadian fans, because this was a 1981 television movie um, for a CBC, uh, and it was, I think it was originally known as Introducing Janet, <laughs> and um, because 
Jim Carrey wasn't really the main thing. He is now. Um, I think he was about a a, a girl who's trying to be um, a stand up comedian, or maybe he was, and um, but he was like becoming popular, and so they like changed it to Rubber Face, which has like nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> it's introducing su- Janet. It's super, no, 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 Rubber Face. <laughs> <laughs> it's super super bad. Uh, it yeah, it's not funny. In like in any, it's not even like <laughs> measurable. It's not even like bad funny. <laughs> it's just just bad. Yeah, and I think what's what's interesting about this is that um, the the girl who plays um, Janet, I think, is related to the 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 dude who directed it. So that makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> Uh, because let's see, <laughs> is this the rubber face pod? This is the rubber face <laughs> pod. Um, let's see. You go minute by minute each week. Yeah. Through so yeah, the screenplay was written by Michael Glassberg. Mm-hmm. Um, Janet played by Ada Glassberg, mm. and and she is the weakest link in <laughs> this movie. This is this is probably why they made Jim Carrey the face of it because she couldn't carry it at all. <laughs> carry it. Um, this is an incredible amount of knowledge to have at the ready for rubber face. <laughs> I salute you. <laughs> well, well, uh, our mutual friend um, Eric Nordenson uh-huh. own, oh. owns this. <laughs> that, on, that makes total sense on to Laserdisc. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> And we have watched it. Um, <laughs> oh, so man. that's wonderful for, for all you, all you Canadians out there. Mm-hmm. Um, what is what is your? <laughs> <laughs> no. When Wait. did you first <laughs> hear of Rubberface? <laughs> <laughs> this this podcast, because nobody oh, else has seen Rubberface. I think I think it's time to call it. <laughs> I have wait, hold on. I have more feelings about my rubber face about this thirty-seven-year-old <laughs> movie that was oh. on Canadian television. Maybe we'll do a special app where we review Rubber Face. Yeah, sure, <laughs> we'll do it. That'll be huh. that'll be for it will be exclusive for mm-hmm. our what is it Patreon Patreon if that we don't we have ever get that going. Yeah, I'm. By the time we finish any MXPX related content, we'll kick off our Patreon. <laughs> At that point, we'll just be like, "You guys just want to give us some money?" Or? Yeah, you want, we're just going to talk about Jim Carrey movies from the early '80s. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yep. Okay. So, okay, go. What do you want? <laughs> this is this is off the rails. We haven't even had any Anchor Valley wine. No, so, we haven't. Or, or bourbon. Or bourbon. Maybe we should. So here's the deal. You can rate and review us and subscribe on Apple Pilot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> okay. Just rate re- and review us. Let's start Let's, that over. Nope, <clears throat> we're leaving, we're leaving okay, that great. in. It's wonderful. <laughs> Apple I've, Podcasts. I have edited out... <laughs> So many. Fine. No, we're leaving. We're leaving it all in. <laughs> iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, YouTube, wherever get you <laughs> podcast. 
Oh, wherever, get, John. wherever get you podcast. <laughs> wherever get your podcast. <laughs> wherever get you rate and review. You know you the podcast. the ratings really help us. If you leave a review, it's very good for search engine optimization. <laughs> leave us a voicemail at eight seven two seven six two four seven six three or eight seven two seven Magpod. Anything else to say before we close this disaster out? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I it's funny. I think. We, I was looking at our, um, our statistics, like who, where, where we have Mm -hmm. listeners. And I do think we've recently had some downloads in Russia. So the impressions. Yeah. You might need to knock off your. Yeah. They're probably just trying to hack us. It's true. They're going to, that's, that's, that's how they're going to sway the election going through our podcast. I've got it. I found the podcast that is key to taking over stupid American system. Magnify the pod. Yeah. Spoiler alert. They've already done that. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> On that note. I hope you're enjoying us, Eastern European <laughs> listeners. And thank you for the downloads, Russia. On the next episode, <laughs> we'll cover the acoustic collection. And it'll be about time for podcasts at our house, and it wouldn't be the same without you. So join us, won't you? Ah!